this is Naomi Grossman, best known as Pepper from American Horror Story, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Can you believe it? It's time for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zimrak. This is episode 585 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. And we have a great guest coming your way. Naomi Grossman is going to be joining us. She was uh, on American Horror Story as Pepper. Remember her? in season two and season four, I believe it was. And uh, she became a big uh, fan favorite. And uh, we're going to talk about that. But Naomi also has a new movie out called Bike Me. It uh, comes out. It's out now. And it's available for uh, digital download and all that sort of stuff. So be sure to check it out. It's called Bike Me. And uh, also, uh, we've got... uh, you know, a lot of things to talk to her about, different things, uh, shows she's been on and her career and everything else. So Naomi Grossman is coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And as we did last week, our Sunday show was our normal show. And we have our, you know, the usual uh, remakes and all that sort of stuff. But uh, on these special episodes that we put during the week, we bypass that and just, uh, you know, Go right into the interview after a little bit of talk here. I want to remind you that uh, we are getting downloads like crazy, and we appreciate it very, very much. Uh, I just, you know, uh, love hearing from you, too. You can get in touch with me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And like I said, the downloads are going just skyrocketing. And also somebody had told me that uh, we are now in number 44 on the Hot 50 for podcastmagazine.com and uh, people can vote for the Hot 50 podcasts and uh, appreciate it if you go and vote there you can uh, vote for On Screen and Beyond of course and uh, help us out you know get more people hearing about On Screen and Beyond is always good and it just surprised me that uh, we have you know that we're even there I don't even didn't even know you could do that but uh, we do appreciate it if you would go over and vote uh, I thought that you had to enter your uh, email address. I had said that on Sunday, but uh, I guess you don't have to. That's if you want to get uh, the information sent right to you and everything. But you can vote and everything, so uh, just go ahead and do that if you get a chance. And also, as far as our episodes, please download, download, and download more. And uh, just uh, keep listening to On Screen and Beyond. Tell a friend about us because uh, you know the more people we get listening, the more actors and musicians and everything else we can get on the show because they want to have listeners of course they want to have uh, people listening to what they have to say to talk about their shows or movies or books or whatever they're having coming your way and uh, the more people they can uh, have listening the better it is so uh, please uh, help us out with that tell a friend get the word out and uh, on screen and beyond 
we'll keep giving you great interviews uh, with just amazing people. I mean, they've got some fun stories and everything. And uh, I've got a lot of them lined up for the even the whole next month. I've got, I've already got them all lined up. So uh, anyways, on Sunday, we'll be coming back with another episode. And if all goes well, we have a great guest coming your way. Get ready for that one next Sunday here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, that's uh, that's about all I have to let you in on right now because uh, we just talked on Sunday. So uh, we'll get you more information on the uh, CroftCon that's coming up in May, May 20th in Orinda, California. And there's going to be some uh, amazing people there. And uh, Sid Croft is actually going to be there. He's going to be able to do some talks about the 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 shows he made and all that stuff. So uh, that's going to be a, another whole thing. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, hopefully we'll get some of those people on here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, that's it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's get into it. It is time now to talk to Naomi Gross about her new film, Bite Me, which is out on digital download right now. And you can get it and enjoy it. And also, we're going to talk about uh, some other stuff that she's done over the years. So next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is an Emmy-nominated actress who played the role of Pepper on the hit TV show American Horror Story on the second season, became a fan favorite, and returned in the fourth season. She earned her Emmy nomination for her role on Control-Alt-Delete and her latest film, Bike Me, in which she plays a vampire, arrives on digital on February 8th. It's Naomi Grossman. Naomi, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. Naomi, the name does not make me think of a a romantic comedy. Bite Me is is a little different for a romantic comedy. (laughs) But Bite Me is a different romantic comedy. It's not the same old, same old that you see all the time. No, it's not. I mean, um, it's a love story, yes, but uh, between some very unlikely uh, characters, a uh, real-life vampire, and the uh, IRS agent that audits her. <laughs> so, but I think it's a lovely story. I mean, let's face it, like, uh, you know, I mean, I personally have not met my, um, you know, other half, <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, they often don't look like us, right? Or don't act like us or don't, uh, you know, these two are such an odd couple. And yet, um, you know, they're, they're perfect together. Yes. Yes. I, <laughs> now, can you give us a, a, a little calculation of what 
the film is about because uh, you know I mean I've seen it and you've seen it I'm sure so you know but but I guess our listeners rather are sitting there wondering well what is it about <laughs> so can you give us a little idea sure sure well it's a, a real celebration of weirdo um, there's uh, there's apparently a real life faction of vampires out there um, and these are not supernatural beings uh, you know they're not like out you know feasting on your their friends uh these are people who actually believe that they uh get their energy from blood um and um so uh you know these are what i'm trying to say is they're out there right now there's people like this Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh they may or may not be being audited by the irs uh for the you know church that they have created uh and uh and who knows um maybe that irs agent happens to be really handsome looking like um christian colson would not be great i mean you know if you have to be audited i know i've been audited twice no no one's so attractive as he but um i wish (laughs) (laughs) yeah so how did you get involved with this well it's funny um Naomi McDougal Jones, uh, which is odd. I always, I, I've always felt like I had this very unique name, and then all of a sudden I came to this set, and there were three of us actually, uh, both the uh, star and writer, uh, and uh, one of the makeup girls. But anyway, um, so yeah, Naomi McDougal Jones uh, wrote this movie. Apparently, she was on set of Boardwalk Empire and got to chatting with one of the background extras who apparently is one of these uh, alleged vampires. Uh, so she kind of fell down a YouTube rabbit hole um, <clears throat> and I basically came up with a story. And the way I got involved is, and I love hearing her tell the story, it's less gross, but um, <clears throat> she she claims that she kind of had in mind this, this sort of firebrand uh, roommate of the the main protagonist, Sarah, uh, who she just, she needed some real, like, kind of totally unapologetic weirdo, just like some kind of freak in her, you know, totally comfortable in her own skin. And and for whatever reason, I kept coming up. And, uh, and I think she, you know, she knew me from my work in American Horror Story, but also we have a mutual friend. And so I think I was invariably kind of in the zeitgeist in her social media, and she just kind of kept thinking of me. And apparently, <clears throat> uh, they, you know, they had several stage readings and whatnot as they were kind of workshopping the script, and just couldn't seem to get this character right. And and that's because I wasn't playing her yet. But uh, when she did approach me, I mean, I was totally flattered, and um, and I really, I. I thought it was an adorable script. I mean, the fact is we just don't see a lot of rom-coms anymore. And, you know, as a self-proclaimed weirdo myself, I really related to it. You know, I have, like I said, I have been audited. Um, I, um, I, I've got my own sort of <laughs> uh, hopeless romantic yet pessimistic sort of um, side like i i think i'm in many ways like it's a it's kind of a complex but sweet um movie about uh, you know celebrating weirdos mm-hmm. everywhere yeah 
Yeah. And, and, you know, watching the film, you do not look like Pepper. <laughs> I, I, no. I, you know, so, so people may not recognize you as Pepper, but that's, that's for sure. <laughs> right, right. But uh, it, it, it was a different film, and um, it was, uh, like I say, it's not your typical rom-com that you see on, you know, all these channels that show those over and over and over. So it was, it was refreshing to, to see a movie that uh, takes a certain type of genre and makes it into something else. That's right. Well, and especially, you know, if people are looking for a vampire movie, it's, it's not really that either. You know, it's, right. it's definitely kind of genre-bending. Um, if you're expecting, you know, Twilight, you know, pale people, like, biting each other in the night, it's, it's not that. If you're expecting, you know, Lifetime Channel, um, right. <laughs> it's not that either. Like, it's, it's kind of its own thing, which I think is really lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're a writer. You, you've written some things, too. Mm-hmm. And it, it's interesting how they took uh, this story and sort of took part of it from being, you know, ripped from the headlines, you might say, uh, and, and started developing something from it. Do you do that, too? Do you try to take things from real life sometimes? You know, well, yes. But I'm kind of the Taylor Swift of um, comedy myself. I, you know, t- typically they have to do with bad boyfriends <laughs> or or bad um, uh, or or just bad decisions I've made in general. I feel like you know the heaven forbid I do find love one day because then my whole you know well will dry up I mean that's really been my muse and so I'm, I'm you know I'm thankful in fact today is my anniversary of uh six day is six years bad boyfriend free so um yeah I I, I you know I hope this doesn't go too long or else I might run out of material right yeah, I really managed to milk this one for for all it's worth. <laughs> so, so for you, how long was it? A sh- how long a shoot for you for for this film? Oh, this particular film. Um, I want to say it was a. You know, I was uh, there in New York shooting on on uh, location, maybe two or three weeks. It was a, a nice amount of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it? It was pre- yeah pre COVID. This was pre COVID. Yes, indeed they. I think we shot in 2000. Oh my gosh, it's it's all a blur pre-COVID, sure. isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, I can usually tell by the length of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> right now, yeah, I look like Jim Morrison now. Um, but uh, yeah, oh gosh, I I, I want to say, you know. Well, what happened is, you know, we when this movie finally came out in 2019, it had um, what they call the Joyful Vampire Tour, uh, which basically they got a uh, an RV and they booked 51 cities uh, across the U.S. Um, and and just traveled from city to city. Uh, showing the movie at, on various, you know, screens. Um, and it, it was a lovely. They, they would throw these sort of joyful vampire balls afterwards, and it was a, it was a whole affair. Um, huh. 
And so, and actually, you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. They had a uh, documentary filmmaker on board with them in the RV, and um, and she, you know, documented all of it. And um, you can see if you look up Joyful Vampire Tour on YouTube, you'll, you can watch their entire journey. And it's it's really lovely to see you know people coming out for the movie and. And, you know, because it's not this, like, widescreen release, you know, they're not going to, like, AMCs. They're going to, you know, um, <clears throat> everywhere from weird mansions back east that have, you know, decided to throw a, you know, vampire night mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, open-air screens in, you know, Idaho. I mean, it's really, it's, it's really cool. Uh, but in any case, so... COVID is, of course, what is the reason we're talking here today. And that's because while that vampire tour was in uh, 2019, the, um, you know, international digital release we're here talking about uh, isn't happening, and of course, until now. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, and you know, that's just because COVID pushed everything. Yeah. But that, you know, that's film, independent filmmaking at its best when, you, when they yeah. really take it and go out and get it shown. I mean, I, I mean you make a movie. To, to have mm -hmm. people see it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I just love that. These, these, I don't mean to say girls because it like minimizes them, but no, I know the whole mean. movie was, I mean, every single department head was filled by a woman from the director of photography to the director to the, you know, producers, the, the you know, writer. Star, I mean, you name it. Um, it was, it was a, a, you know, there were some lovely gentlemen that joined us, of course, obviously, but um, it was a really empowering um, group. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and yes, total go-getters who, uh, you know, when they weren't getting, like, you know, the usual sort of um, distribution deals or whatever, they were, like, or whatever, like who cares? Who who needs your uh, you know traditional film release? Let's just make our own. Yeah, it was wow. amazing. That's great. I, I I applaud them for that because that's that's yeah. really something. Gee. Well, and they're you know, and they were it was an experiment really. They were kind of, and that's what you'll see too on that YouTube link. Um, they're they're doing all kinds of research. Like, wow, okay, so if <laughs> You know, as a someone interested in, in film and um, you know how movies get made, I mean, this is a, it's an amazing study to see. Like, wow, if you really just go grassroots with it mm -hmm. and you decide not to give all your money to a um, you know a, a film distributor or, or whatever, like wh where where can you put that money and how can you get your money back? Because that's the fact of it. Like, and honestly, I shouldn't be having this conversation. You should actually talk to, you know, Naomi, uh, the other one, um, <laughs> because really she has some amazing facts and figures about, you know, these, these, um, distributors and this just racket they're, they're running really. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. so. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So did you go on the tour too? Or were you on part? I did not. I did not. I had, uh, you know, I had, it was a joke actually. Naomi has all the cousins and it's true. I, I don't even think of having that many cousins, but I somehow managed to get my cousins to come from everywhere, from, you know, Cape Cod to Austin, Texas, mm. you know, New Orleans, Colorado, uh, Bay Area, uh, New Mexico, uh, and of course here in Los Angeles, I uh, I had a whole, yeah, vampire balls worth of, of friends to come as well. So yeah, I definitely felt some feet. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. So, so have you always wanted to be an actress? Always. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I I kind of joke like it's um it's kind of akin with being gay. Like you just can't pray the gay away. Like as much as I would have loved to have like been something else, this is just who I was. Like always. I'm uh, I'm working with a producer now on a project who uh, I met in college, and she said the very first thing I ever said when I first introduced myself to her was, you know, I'm Naomi, I'm an actress. And she thought, wow, that's it's so crazy. Like, new student week, you're 18 years old, you've come to college, like, the whole world's your oyster, you don't know what you want to be. And yet, she's like, Naomi, you totally knew. Uh, you know, and it wasn't just like, oh, I'm trying this actor thing. It was, no, I'm an actress. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so I've always just been very much that person and, and totally unapologetic about it. Yeah. Well, when you got your nomination for an Emmy, I mean that must have that must have felt great because that I mean that gives you, you know, some satisfaction that you know you, you, you you've you've done it. <laughs> I mean, you know. yeah, that was some validation for sure. Yeah, I mean, I you know I took my sweet time getting any kind of mainstream commercial success. Um, you know, there was a long time there where I you know you know even my mom, my most you know loyal fan from the start was even she was starting to wonder like mm, how long are you going to give this <laughs> um but i you know i never had a plan b and uh i just i was gonna give it until i stopped having fun and i mean i would say there was a few time, a few moments there where i wasn't necessarily having fun so i just had to find it again you know yeah yeah so and thankfully i did and and uh it stuck stuck with it a long long enough for it to kind of happen for me. Yeah. So when you got into American Horror Story in the role of Pepper, was were you going for that role or how did that come about? Yeah, I mean, I just had an audition for it, but of course, I didn't know what that role was. So they don't have you read that part. Well, actually, no. In that particular case. The role hadn't even been written yet. They knew they needed, you know, they knew that it was a, you know, uh, pinhead uh, a, uh, a, who later, was, you know, would be <clears throat> alien abducted and come back, quote unquote, fixed. Um, but 
I, they didn't let us in on that. So the show is very secretive. I mean, you sign an NDA even just to audition. Wow. But even then, like the actual audition itself, they give you, you know, dummy sides. They, you're not reading the role. And in this particular case, it's because it hadn't been written yet. But oftentimes it's just to kind of throw throw actors, well, not just actors, but, you know, agents and managers and everybody in Hollywood off. Um, you know, because the minute... It gets out that, you know, some really high profile show like American Horror Stories, you know, uh, got a pinhead. Then all of a sudden, that's when the Internet starts to break. You know what I mean? Oh, my God, it's freaks. It's, you know, what, what could it be? What could it be? Yeah. So um, so that's why. So, I no, I had no real idea. I knew from on paper they said that it was a... Um, Four to five feet tall, possibly malformed, childlike actors, and that's what they needed. And so uh, I came in um, with, you know, w- wore flats, <laughs> and um, uh, they had me do a little monologue of Jessica Lange from season one, uh, and then they gave me a ball, and they asked me to improvise uh, as if I were a child. Uh, trying to get them to play with me. And, of course, anyone who's seen the show knows, oh, okay, that's, you know, they're trying to basically see that I have range, that I can go from the, the alien abducted pepper to the, you know, early, more innocent, you know, microcephalic pepper. So, but none of these buzzwords were out there. Like, I didn't actually even know what microcephalia was until, you know, well after I was cast. So, yeah. did you really have to shave your head, or did they put on a, you know... I did. You can watch that on YouTube, too. Wow. Um, don't get me wrong. I would have loved for them to <laughs> just give me a bald cap. But I also knew that this was um, what seemed like a really good opportunity, and I, I didn't want to lose it. Yeah. So, yes, I'm a team player. So you <laughs> didn't think twice about it. <laughs> I really didn't. Yeah. No. Huh. So, did you ever realize that that character would become such a fan favorite. I mean, people love that that character. Yeah, no, I had no idea. And you really don't, you know, until until it's out there. I mean, it's the audience that decides, especially, you know, let's face it. I, it's up to not only the directors, but the editors, you know what I mean? Like, what if, you know, Pepper could have just as well you know, landed on the cutting room floor, too. Mm, And so, you know, I think they did a really good job of kind of using me sparingly. And, um, but, you know, let's face it, a little bit of pepper goes a long way. And um, (laughs) she she packed a punch. And, uh, but really, it was not until, you know, the show was airing that I I had any idea. And I think that goes for the, the filmmakers as well. I mean, I really, when I think about that day room, you know, they had everything from Tourette's to nymphomaniacs. And, you know, it, it felt to me like, you know, they were kind of, they Jackson Pollock style, you know, kind of threw a bunch of whack jobs against a, a canvas to see who stuck. And, I mean, Pepper definitely stuck. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> um, you know, stuck so well, they decided to bring her back for a, a whole second season. So, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. something. I, I want to finish up with one final question here. But before we do that, I want to remind people that on February 8th, they can uh, digitally download Bite Me. It's a romantic comedy. 
you are in it, and you're a vampire, and it's an interesting film, and you, the people can check that out. But the final question, when you sit back and relax, what are you watching on TV? What's your favorite TV <laughs> shows now and of the past, and what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Hmm. Well, I really never relax. So. I know. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> like, You're busy like, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it's funny. People expect me to be this huge horror freak. And I'm, I'm listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> get a little bite me humor for you. Right. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I, I, horror fans are so loyal. And I love them. And so, yes, I... I, I, but I really ultimately kind of just fell down a horror hole, and here I am. Um, if, it, if it's up to me, quite honestly, I'm, I'm a chick. I like chick flicks. Like, uh, I have not watched the new Sex in the City, but, boy, I love that old one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm also a comedy person. I, you know, prior to, to horror, I was at the Groundlings doing sketch and improv. Um, I, you know, I love Sasha Baron Cohen. I love that really like kind of dangerous improv gorilla style comedy where you're out there in the world and at any moment you could get shot or sued. And, you know, that's, that's super exciting to me. And so, so that's what I'm watching, honestly. Yeah. Any films? Yeah. Any movies? That, is there a, um, when you're turning yeah, I mean, channel? Borat is my favorite. Uh, uh, that's yeah. my favorite film. But I also just really love great work. You know, I, I mean, I'm thinking about, uh, um, I mean, uh, so many, I mean, I love to just ugly cry in a movie. Like, I just, I, I want to see movies that, you know, move me or blow my mind. I mean, don't look up uh, most recently, yes. probably, yep. you know. So, um, yeah, I <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm pretty eclectic in that regard. Yeah. Well, Naomi, I thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on the show, and I wish you luck with Bite Me. People should check it out on February 8th, and thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. And a big shout-out going to Naomi Grossman for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, be sure to check out Bike Me. It's on digital download right now. And uh, you can also, of course, uh, see old episodes of American Horror Story Season 2 and Season 4. And you can see Naomi in both of those episodes, uh, seasons actually. And she was on there as Pepper. So be sure to check those out, too, if you get a chance. And also, Control-Alt-Delete was nominated for an Emmy for that. And uh, just so much stuff that she's done and a lot more coming our way, I'm sure. Well, that's it. That's another episode of uh, On Screen and Beyond that has come your way. And uh, if you would like to get in touch with me, you can contact me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Love hearing from you. And also... Be sure to vote on podcastmagazine.com, Hot 50, vote for On Screen and Beyond. And also download, tell your friends, get the word out, help us out. And we've got a lot more coming your way here from On Screen and Beyond. So that's it. That's the wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. <music>